When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for your company on this Friday afternoon. Craney and Chris, appreciate you tuning in. SEN Spirit. All thanks to My Truck Wash Express and MGIB. And uh, it's time to continue the Southwest Football League chat. Craney, it's been a difficult season for the Eaton Boomers, but there are green shoots. There are positive signs for the future, and uh, we're going to take a look at, uh, at that with our next guest. Absolutely are, and they will play their last game for this season tomorrow, or is it Sunday? I'm not quite sure. Sunday, I think it is, because we should know we're actually covering Against Dunn's it's, on our, so better, it's on our station. <laughs> so I better put that in my book. But we're going to – he's a great – a friend of the show, he's been on before. The Eaton coach and Chris Kinnamont. Good day, Kenners. Hey, Cranny. How are you, Chris? How are you? How are you both well, well? I think I, I think I finally got the date right. It is Sunday, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Sunday two ten, mate. Bounce down. Right, mate. Uh, first season as league coach, and probably fair to say it's been pretty tough on you. What have you learnt over season two thousand twenty three? Yeah, it's been a bit of a baptism of fire. Hmm. Uh, started probably December last year, thinking that we might have a reasonable list, and there was a mass exodus of players, which has been um, sort of widely broadcast. Um, as I said to the guys earlier in the year, we've got to deal with a bit of adversity and be resilient. Um, you know, we played some good footy at times, and obviously we played we've, uh, had a lot of turnovers, been super costly for us. You know, the opposition sides have rebounded well off our turnovers and scored and scored heavily and we haven't been able to do the same thing going the other way so um, obviously that's an area we'll focus on over the summer um, yeah certainly a lot learn a lot um, first year of coaching one you know about myself about the playing group um, you know we don't have a massive membership base either but that's something we, you know hopefully over the next few years we can grow and you know, if you're winning games obviously you attract people to the club and and attract players too. So that's, uh, you know, season 24 has already started really. Um, you know, we've still got one more game to go. We'll, we'll go in the reasonable squad against Dunsborough on Sunday. Uh, obviously, they'll be looking for a win too. So it should be a sort of bottom of the table, sort of cracker game, I would imagine. You know, both clubs are very proud. So four, four points up the grab still. So we'll certainly... Uh, Looking forward to a win and trying to get off the bottom of the ladder. Something to spruik about a couple of cordials with you after the game, training. It sounds very good. What's your process from here, Kinners? Um, game finishes at five o'clock. What do you do then? Review the season, then work out what you might need for next year. What's your plan of attack? Yeah, as, as I said, that process sort of started on a minor level, but we, we've got a footy department meeting plan for next Saturday afternoon so we'll sit down for a couple of hours and go through the lists and um, work out what we need to fill in a few gaps for next year um, you know, obviously we're looking for some key, 
key defenders and uh, a big key forward will be will be a, is, a, is a luxury. So that's something we're certainly looking for. In saying with the key defender, that's no disrespect to the, the back six we've had this year. They've been under siege all year and they've tried their guts out. So I tip my hat to them and I've sort of mentioned that at you know every game that you know they've they tried their guts out all year and they played on some pretty pretty prominent forwards and you know, at times. Our, our defenders have stood real tall too, so um, yeah, we'll we'll sit down with all the coaches, um, cut the guys off the board, we'll we'll go through the list and we'll, we'll go from there. And you know, we've already made some contact with some players in Perth and find out what their whereabouts and plans are for next year. So, uh, but it'll, it'll all start. It'll, our twenty-four season will start next Saturday, virtually. And um, you mentioned turnovers, and I mean all clubs have them. If you could stop them, you'd be a super coach. But you have had. A, a bigger amount than how do you go about fixing them in the off season it's just getting the footies out early and get how do you get that decision making a bit better yeah I think it's probably not decision making obviously that is a key a key factor but I think it's just efficiency rate of using the football and and, burst, and skill level so you know we've had a lot of discussions this year about um, being balanced when you're disposing of the football and a lot of our turnovers have come off unbalanced sort of play and uh, and just foot skills in general um, that's that's been critical for our for our turnovers this year you know we've probably been averaging 40 turn 40 to 50 turnovers a game and that's you know the the opposition time size eyes light up when that happens and they they rebound and kick holes off the back of our turnovers and we haven't been been able to do it down the other way so that's hence that's why we you know uh, if you look at our goal points ratio our, our points outweigh our goal efficiency so um, that's obviously another area we need to focus on. Does that also come down to the confidence to be able to talk to let your player know that he has got a bit of space? Is that another area of game that could improve? Oh, definitely. That's I think I speak about that every week since December about communication with your, your teammates and. That's an area that the group need to grow on and have a bit of faith in each other and a bit of belief and um, start playing as a 22. And that's a you know there's been times this year where where you there's been examples of there's just been no talk within the playing group you know around the contests around the stoppages you know around the one on ones and ones on threes and that's that's been a highlight to be honest with you. One of the big pluses and a huge plus is. The performances of Paul Rinder and Greg Humphreys for the Eaton side, they are they've been absolutely sensational. Yeah, they have, Alan. Um, we we're pretty lucky to fortunate to get Paul, and obviously Greg's been around the club for a little while now. Then both these seasons have been you know, superb. Um, maybe a little bit of a different role for Greg on the weekend. But um, we had a chat last night at training. We'll, we'll try something a little bit different. To, Upset wise, his plans and um, Paul's been superb. I think he's come off the ground once this year as a sole ruckman. I think he's been probably, you know, at a, what have we played 18 games, whatever it might be, 17 games. He's probably come off the ground for about three minutes, if that. So he's a workhorse and he thrives on it. Um, and he's just got his ruck work that's been dominant with some of our clearances. Um, just his work around the ground, too. He's been in his ability to win his own ball, too. He's been fantastic. I'm sure. No, if we won a few more games, he'd probably vote pretty highly in Haywood. I think both of them will probably score pretty well, I think. I'd like to think so, anyway. 
Chris, tell us, who else has impressed you this season, especially some of the young guys? If we're looking forward to next season, who do you think is going to take that next step that uh, you're kind of going to say, you know what, this guy's got something and, and someone that fans uh, would be keen to go and watch? Yeah, most of the year we've talked about, before going to those players, we'll just, we've talked about attitude. and It's probably, you know, the young ones probably need to probably adjust to a bit more sort of semi-professionalism way they go about their football, playing in the Southwest Football League at league level. So that's something that's going to grow on them or develop them. Um, there's some kids coming through, yeah, year 10s that are playing on the weekend, they'll potentially play league, uh, sort of Colts football next year and then progress into the league ranks. Um, got the two Kent boys in Lachlan Kent who's been part of our back six last month and played some really good football um, his kicking skills have been sublime um, as our designated kicker kicks a long low ball and which penetrating which has been really good and hitting sort of Greg and Rinder deep outside 50 which has been really good so he's been really happy with his last month of football so he's going to develop into a um, good defender for us um, his brother Bailey who's coming through the year 10s He's going to have a pretty sound football career. If he, I would assume he'll probably get a crack at Peel um, over the pre-season. Um, a couple of other guys that are coming through, the juniors as well. Uh, another fellow, Alex Saborn, who's played a few Colts games this year. He looks like he's going to be a good sort and can play at either end of the field. Um, we've got a couple of tall, skinny fellas in Zai Trunkio and Reese Gardner have got plenty of ability and probably um, they're going through a bit of a growing phase. So once they fill out a bit, they're going to be pretty handy in the future too. Um, there's a couple of other guys there still have gone through that development phase and um, that have already played league football and we just got to get their attitude right and their commitment to the game and commitment to the club and they could be um, superb players going forward as well. What about, Kenesi, you did say a few went travelling, a few local blokes and a few went to lower southwest. Is there a bit of a plan to round them up and sort of um, entice them back to the footy club? Yeah, certainly is. That's been in discussions this week, actually, with a couple of stakeholders. Um, you know, the door's open to anyone at the moment. Probably half a dozen times you see we've had to double up players. You know, we, I, think, I think against South, we might have had nine. We had five reserves and four Colts players. So, you know, that's not ideal. Um that probably represents where we are on the ladder. So we want to get as many numbers to the club as we can, uh, create some depth and sort of get away from doubling up. I know we're not the only club that are going through that at the moment. There's plenty of others too. So it's not not the ideal, but you've got to be able to just manage that list and you know, we can attract a few more players to the club. The doors are open. Uh, we're happy to pick up the phone and discuss anything with any players you know, that have left the club and we're thinking about coming back, whatever issues you had, bring them to the table, we'll dress them, we'll fix them and we'll um, build, a, build a big list for next year with a bit of luck. And on the positive note, there's um, some juniors being played on the weekend finals. Yeah, there is, mate. Love this time here, finals time. I think everyone does. You know, the, the weather gets better and my sales grow, which is great. So um, the juniors have got four teams in on the weekend, the year six, seven girls. Um, they're playing at Glen, uh, sorry, at Eaton. Um, I think the year eight's playing away, and the nines and tens are playing at Glen Hewen on Saturday afternoons, starting from one o'clock. So I'll encourage our our play playing list, Culture Reserves League, to get down and support them. Um, you know, they're part of their future of our club. So 
uh, we'll get out and support them and wish the coaches and all the players all the best and the junior club all the best for the weekend. I'll be down there myself. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they go. Now, Kinnis, on another note, you're going down the slide for the MMD hey. Big Freeze. You're going to join Chris going <laughs> down. You're on, um, you've uh, currently right, raised... You've greatly raised a bit of money, and I'm just looking down the list, Chris. You're you're still yet to break the duck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the campaign hasn't started quite yet. But if anyone wants to donate, they can uh, they can get along. I'll, we'll put the website up on the podcast link, and then we can uh, can give freely to try and boost my numbers up a little bit. Well, from zero. <laughs> <laughs> How's your costume you going, Kinnis? You haven't donated yet, Craney, Obviously, no, no. I'm just waiting to. Get... <laughs> Get him shortly, but <laughs> mate, he he made thirteen dollars last year, hey, so I'm yeah, going to yeah, make yeah. sure he gets that. Uh, that wouldn't even well, buy you a pint at the Valley. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like thirteen fifty. I made in the end. Oh, thirteen fifty. Right. Sorry, on, mate. Jeez, so, I guarantee uh, you'll get above uh, that. Uh, looking forward to that day. Um, obviously, an old sparring partner of mine in Scotty Hoff. We played against each other back in the nineties, and you know, it was pretty sad to lose him the other week. Uh, and obviously, the uh, all the fundraising goes to a fantastic cause. Um, yeah, no, costumes tucked away somewhere. I have to dig it out in the shed somewhere. So, um, yeah, no, looking forward to it, catching up with everyone. I see there's a few other coaches involved too and um, a few other, obviously, personalities and sports people that are going to get involved. It's be a fantastic day. Kinnis, I've got an Elsa dress if you want to hire it. <laughs> 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 Might be a bit big. Actually, we'll probably um, pair out well with what I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, love your work, uh, Chris. Appreciate you jumping on. Best of luck for uh, for the final game of the season and uh, best of luck for the off-season as well. Sounds like it's going to be a big one with lots of uh, excitement and, uh, and positivity for fans going forward. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, I just didn't want it to be a one, two-year wonder. Mm. I've got some plans. We're about to launch a bit of a junior program with the juniors as well to um, create a little bit of a pathway to the Eaton Football Club. Uh, just while we've got this opportunity, we've got a couple of events, just a bit of an ad for the club as well. We've got an um, yeah. AFL Grand Final Bash Day on the 30th of September, so the club's open to anyone and everyone. There's, uh, the guys have organised a couple of events on the Oval at half-time and after the, after the game as well, so that should be a fantastic day. Uh, and also, we've got our club wind up on the 7th of October. So that's been advertised on Facebook. So those players and members that want to be involved, tickets can be purchased through the through the club. Uh, I'll speak to Darren and Marty or myself, uh, and we'll make a make a couple of memorable events. Love it. Good on you, mate. Appreciate you uh, jumping on, and yeah, best of luck for it all. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me throughout the year, and um, we'll catch up after the game, Crony. Absolutely. Coach of the Eaton Boom is Chris Kinnaman joining us here on On the Ball with Craney and Chris. All thanks to My Truck Wash Express, East Picton. Open 24-7. Drive your truck through, no breakup required. And MGIB, like a good neighbour, MGIB is there.